0: welcome to a novel life a podcast about living life in a novel way i am lauren ruth merton a licensed therapist here with pep talks and life hacks to help you embrace the mess please keep in mind that where i am a therapist i am not your therapist so make sure you are doing the work with somebody that knows your story more let's start the show who's excited to be in let's circle back in the new year season. I mean, at least that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people. In mental health, we don't really get to do the whole circle back thing. However, my hope is that you know the next few days are crunch time and then after you're really going to get a chance to breathe, reflect on the year and really just look forward to what is to come. My hope is that we can have a season without COVID at some point, one can wish. Um, I hope that y'all are doing well this week. I'm really excited. I'm I'm being super intentional the next few days of really just trying to be present for Christmas. We're going to take my kid. Um, well, we took my kid at the time that you're recording or that you're hearing this we're prepping to go take my kid to go look at some lights and just relax and spend time. I've been doing a lot of asking myself what's a glass and what is plastic. And there are things that are undone that I'm going to leave undone. And I'm being super mindful of my, you know, of my mindset and how I frame that because the language in our head matters. And so the things that are being put behind, It's not because they aren't important. It's just there are more important matters to be handled in this present moment. You know, I think sometimes I personally forget that I get to decide like what's on fire in the moment. And and most sometimes I can't, you know, because context, but, you know, a lot of times, I, I and I'm sure you're like this too, especially when we get overwhelmed, everything becomes important or we start thinking about what we should be doing. And so in this season, I just really hope that y'all can take a step back and ask what's important to me, really get reoriented to values and just sort of, you know, begin embodying. Um, A big thing you're going to start hearing from me in 2022 is a lot about embodiment. I think I've already, we've touched on it a lot, especially in my content, but really what I'm moving to is what do you do with the knowledge that you have? You know, and what does embodying mean for you in this season? So, you know, ask yourself, like, how can I begin doing my way out? How I, can I begin doing my way towards my values? And that's when we start identifying behaviors. Um, a lot of that I'm going to cover in the master class. There's also, I've prepped a lot of content for you next year around that. But for right now, I just want y'all to get used to asking yourself, like, what makes sense to me, what's values aligned, and just continuously asking that question and orienting that way. Um, Y'all stay tuned. We're going to take one quick breather, and then we're going to talk about limits, because this is the season of limits, and trust me, they do exist. laurenruthmartin.com slash social. You can sign up for the Bounce Back from Burnout Masterclass. We're having that on December 31st. It's going to help you recoup and renew for 2022. Not only will you get access to a live interactive class, we're going to have bonuses, giveaways, um, including books, coffee, all the things just to help you recover from the holidays and look forward to the new season. Make sure you sign up laurenruthmartin.com slash social. How many times have you heard that saying, the limit does not exist? Well, here's the thing. I'm here to bust it up and say the limit doesn't exist. In fact, it should exist. And for many of y'all, the limit does not exist because you choose to not hold your own limits. We are coming in hot. And I will go ahead and start out like I do many episodes saying then I am a hypocrite at this because I am aware of what my limit is and I step over the line all the time. So not only is this perspective coming from, you know, evidence-based treatments, but it's also coming from lived experience. So as we continue, the limit should exist. The limit should exist because we need to start recognizing that our capacity, our capacity exists. We have to honor our capacity in order to be able to sustain the level in which we work. I'm going to circle back on that. All about circling back today. The limit should exist because it respects who we are as a human. Oftentimes, those that I work with, perfectionists, people pleasers, um, you know, high achievers, just more just the people that I work with and the people that are probably listening to this podcast have a superior ability to have very extended bandwidth. The extended bandwidth usually contributes to the many things and the many positive things that they are known for. However, the cost of it is great. The cost of it is depression. It's eating disorders. It's anxiety. It's fatigue. It's losing a sense of self. It's not even knowing what your hobbies are. When all of that exists, and again, if you know me by now, when we go away from our values and we start not honoring our limits, and in fact, our limits can be values-oriented, that's when all the not-so-great symptoms come into play, and even our ability to override those symptoms then sort of creates this inception version of limit, you know, limit excelling that then leads to burnout. And when we think about burnout, it's not, and where we should hold our limits, it's not down to one category. So if you think about this, um, the word limits that I've learned has come from the, um, the therapy, it's DBT. And limits is essentially another word for boundaries. So limits, boundaries, you can use those terms interchangeably and I might use them in this a question that I often ask my clients when they are struggling with identifying what's important or how long they can really deal with the stress of a particular situation or or, or phase of life is what's your limit? And I think a lot of us don't ever really explore that question. You know, we don't explore That question of what's my limit because we're so caught up in all of the moving parts and all of the stress of our present moment. You know, the idea of asking what is my limit is to actually begin again honoring that we do have capacity and that we should not continuously override that limit or that we have to have a certain breaking point. We are humans. We all have a breaking point. And knowing that breaking point is necessary so we can begin engaging in preventative action instead of cleaning up the mess. You know, for a lot of people, cleaning up the mess is a way of life. And especially in American culture, we are very much a reactive culture instead of a preventative. So when we think about this idea of having limits actually exist, um, the idea is to begin engaging in a more preventative manner. And that requires us slowing down. I hate slowing down, but it requires us to slow down. It requires us to study behavior. It requires us to get honest with ourselves. All things I think are really great qualities that, and they're all skills that you begin embodying, but they are not skills that are often taught for us. I mean, think about when we were growing up. And if you got a D on the test, you know, it wasn't because you, you know, maybe this isn't the material that like is, that sits in your brain well, or you're not skilled. It was that you didn't do enough. So our, our bandwidths and our limits have often been determined by outside opinions on what is enough. And then when we proceed in life and we start kind of like, we, we lose the confines of school, college. I mean, even like job, because our job only has so much, you know, to dictate in our lives. I mean, it still has a fair amount, but we, we've never been able, we or not a lot of us as kids were taught what's our own capacity. What is our own capacity? We've had to continuously form ourselves to be in the capacity that is quote normal. Um, that's, that's why I love being a therapist. Like one of my favorite things of being a therapist and being somebody that tries to share this information with y'all is like what I ultimately want for everybody to begin embracing is a, is a life. And I'm even working on this too. So I'm right in this with y'all is coming up with systems and mindsets to create a life that that accompanies or accommodates, that's a better word, that accommodates how you operate instead of you trying to continuously force yourself to work in contexts that might not fit you. I know that that's a pipe dream. I know that there are times like where we have to meet different accommodations and different standards, but that is my desire. And a big part of that is honoring our limits. The thing about limits is that they can be fluid. So this is where context comes into play. Some of it, like, this is the way I like to kind of differentiate boundaries versus limits. Like, boundaries are more like the strict rules. They're like the, I don't know, the Ten Commandments of ourselves. You know, boundaries are those, like, it's like the fence that surrounds our house or the fence that surrounds a property, right? Like, it is a clear... It is a clear marker of like where to cross, where to not cross limits are like the gates within the boundary. Sometimes they're open. Sometimes they're shut. Sometimes they're locked. Sometimes they're unlocked, just depending on what's going on. And so the limits have more adaptability and flexibility and can vary depending on just really how we're feeling. So when we think about how can we begin incorporating more boundaries and limits into our life, We have to start thinking ahead, and for some people, it may be about going a little bit worst-case scenario and challenging your rose-colored glasses, and for some of y'all, it might look like, you know, not assuming the worst in every single situation. Far too often, we base our boundaries and limits on external factors, instead of recognizing like, what's my personal preference. So like boundaries, limits, preferences, again, all same concepts, just different language around them. So what we have to kind of explore, right, is, you know, now that we have a little bit of history on why boundaries are hard, we have to also start asking ourselves like, who benefits from my lack of limits? Who benefits from my limitless limits? You know, that may be yourself. That may be others. That may be others. And then that helps you feel better about yourself. Like there's probably some, there's some relationships there, but who benefits like what it's a cost benefit analysis. You know, what is the benefit of me not holding my limits and what's the cost and the cost doesn't necessarily have to be framed in weakness or lack of strength or lack of skill that might be, you know, a limit might be due to our lack of knowledge or ability, but oftentimes our limits are more so preferences. And I think since they're preferences and not necessarily rooted in like fact or our ability, we begin to, we begin to flex a little bit more with them. Um, I know there's an episode I'll look it up about capability versus willingness. That's not where I'm going today. Um, That's a helpful dialect to keep in mind of like, am I willing to do this or am I just capable or both? But when it comes to identifying our limits, it goes to the idea of recognizing our own abilities, our own, yeah, our own abilities, but also our preferences And for many of us, as adults, especially if we err on more of the "due to be loved" overachieving side, we tend to continue to extend for the benefit of others and not for ourselves. Also, we don't want to miss out. So, those that have fear of missing out, those that you know it's just easier for things to be done their like their way or to be in the driver's seat the whole time. When it comes to limits. I would always say this is like where I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. This is about much like accessing flexible mind. The idea is exploring possibilities, but also setting some parameters with yourself. So like where boundaries are often taught about how to preserve relationships and how to you know, protect yourself from others or protect your energy. When we think about the idea of limits, it's also to set some parameters in place for yourself. Um, so this work, this idea of putting parameters on yourself helps for those that are both over and under controlled. And the sense of, for most of us, we have to put the boundaries on ourselves. Like, yes, there can be a whole thing about interpersonal, But if we think about this idea of what's the boundary I need to hold on my own, those are often harder to keep because those are self-serving limits and those self-serving limits, they're not selfish. They are self-serving. They are self-preserving. And I think that's where a lot of y'all, including myself, struggle is that it's always easier to put yourself on the back burner. It's always easier to do that, you know? and what we need to consider is how is my lack of self-preservation impacting the relationships around me and how is it impacting you know what is the greater impact on its life so that short-term versus long-term gain so let's take a step back you know i in any situation, I want you just to think about some of the situations that are bringing you the most stress. You know, is that budget? Is that a specific relationship? Is it a job? Is it, um, you know, romantic or friendship? Is it, you know, something that you're just frustrated with yourself about? You know, with that, identify where you are and then start asking yourself, what is my limit? Limit can be a time frame. Limit can be specific behaviors. Limits can be a certain number, you know, like if you're tired of being stressed out about money, you know, like when you have, you have X amount, like, what is your limit of how long your debt is going to build? Um, you know, if it's your job, like how long are you going to go without a raise? How long are you going to go without the supports in place? Like how long do you want to go? You know, cause oftentimes when we set like a deadline or a marker for ourselves, you know, whether that's for certain behaviors we tolerate or time without change, or, you know, when we kind of give ourselves a deadline, it becomes far more feasible. And this can, I mean, that's more long-term stuff, but we can even think about short-term of like, all right, what are my limits this holiday with like comments about if I'm having a child, you know, how many times do I allow it to happen? Do I let it slide once Is it like when two comments are made? Is it when it persists? Like, what is my limit there? Once you identify the limit, then you have to make a commitment to then hold it down yourself. So when the comments made asking about if you're having kids, like you have to support yourself, you have to surprise yourself and, and, and hold the line. Like you have to hold up your own end of the bargain because far too many times we're disappointing ourselves. Far too many times, those of us that are more, you know, over controlled or, or, you know, people pleasing, we are far too busy serving others that we don't serve ourselves anymore. And that's when things get messy. And that's when we get tired. So start small. My tip for y'all this week is to start small with your limits, you know, and, and, and begin experimenting there. Or even just sort of identify maybe more of your long term limits and see how that sits with you and see if that provides a degree of relief or hope, or gets you more motivated to engage in in the moment problem solving. The limit does exist, the limit should exist. And the more that you identify and respect your limits, the more you're going to find yourself actually feeling less screwed over by the world. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe the podcast. It helps get the word out and sharing is caring. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Lauren Ruth Martin. There's also a link, laurenruthmartin.com slash social. Tons of great freebies, some discount codes. Those are ways that you can support the show and it's greatly appreciated. I'm so thankful for y'all. I hope that you have the week you're going to have and I'll see you next week.